In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of April 5th, we start off with good news for cotton farmers. The planting intentions report that NAS released last week showed a significant jump in cotton acres for Georgia. The 1,150,000 acres is in a range of what most people I've talked to have guesstimated that our crop would be. I was thinking it might be a bit higher than that, but 1,150,000 acres is very significant and it's an increase of about 150,000 acres from last year as our producer respond to the commodities markets and at this point cotton looks a bit better than some of the competing crops. That's Executive Director of the Georgia Cotton Commission, Richie Seaton, who says there's still a lot of speculation on cotton prices, but it's certainly better than what they've seen in recent memory. The nearby contract price is fairly strong. December, it fluctuates a bit more. Uh, I hope that producers will look at it because right now our supply and offtake of cotton is very good. Uh, stocks are tight not only here, worldwide, and that's due to our producers in the U.S. reducing their plantings by about 40%. This year we're seeing those plantings start to turn around and go back up. You know, they responded to the marketplace. Our farm legislation is working as it's intended, and hopefully our producers will look at prices and when an opportunity comes, have a marketing plan in place and uh, lock up some Maybe not highest high prices, but, you know, just get a reasonable price where they can pencil out a profit. And as we turn our attention to livestock news, Randall Wiseman has this report. The president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is pleased with the news that U.S. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will soon be heading on a trade mission to Japan. In a visit to the southeast, Steve Fogelsong said the key to getting cattle prices back up again is getting some trade back open. Secretary Vilsack is going to be heading to Japan here in a week or two, and uh, he's going to be carrying along some documents that say, you know, we're wanting to level the playing field. Uh, Senators Joe Hans and Lincoln have done a great job of promoting that. And uh, if you listen to the rhetoric that's coming out of D.C., you know, the president uh, wants to increase trade because he understands that increased trade increases jobs. I'm, uh, I'm 100% behind him. I wish them well and hope that the secretary goes over there and does a good job of selling beef in those markets. That would do us an awful lot of good towards getting to that goal of, you know, dollar fat steers and, and $1.50 calves. Fogelsong, while speaking at the Georgia Cattlemen's Association Convention, said it's critical for the U.S. to continue to engage with Japan and all of our international trading partners about the necessity of abiding by science-based international guidelines of beef trade. He said there's a hungry world out there and we've got to do a good job of providing that food. We've been criticized, you know, that we feed too much corn or this or that. You know, the reality of it is America's farmers and ranchers are good at what they do. They're the best there are. And given the opportunity, we will feed that world and we're going to have to in the next generation. So I think it's important for us today to continue to work together to get that goal and get the government to give us the help that will allow us to be successful in that adventure. Vogelsong said NCBA is encouraged the Obama administration intends to engage Japan in discussions about science-based import standards. Japan's failure to apply the OIE guidelines continues to result in significant losses for the U.S. beef industry, limiting us to about 25% of our potential market there. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner on his take on food safety. Is our food inspection system and our food safety system failing, or is the rest of the world's improving? Well, either way, it's putting America's food production system under pressure. Russia recently agreed to permit U.S. pork to be imported, provided it was processed under their inspection system. U.S. poultry products are still embargoed because of a similar complaint. China, of all countries, is slowing, even halting the import of some products because it doesn't meet certain health standards. Japan has restricted U.S. beef imports for several years now, ever since a single case of BSE 
way several years ago. Now, consider how many food recalls we've had here in, in this country. Ground beef, peanut butter, lettuce. Uh, you know, we've always boasted that America has the safest food supply on the planet. Are we losing it? Or have we already lost it? And why? And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.